Hi, listener. Just a uh, factual correction in this episode. Uh, I say Tim McGraw, and who I actually mean is Kenny Rogers. how big of a fan of sports i am right oh yes you are uh quite the infamous (laughs) sportsman quite the is i always know who's in the super bowl superb owl sorry (laughs) superb owl exactly i am a big fan of the oakland A's, and Mm -hmm. and i probably own or have played every single sports game that has ever come out on the n64 (laughs) That one I definitely believe to be true. <laughs> I mean, I am a big fan of the Oakland days. I love the Oakland days. They're a great team. <laughs> and now it makes sense that I like the Oakland days because I'm no longer living in New York. I'm now living in a place where like, it actually might be a team that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mm-hmm. know what the number one grossing sports movie of all time is? Airbud. I wish. I think that that's for franchise. I that definitely oh, holds it. right. That's that's where I got confused. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not sports franchise. Gotta be sports movie. It is Space Jam. You know, that seems right. The the millennial classic, even though it was made in 1996, which is like barely millennial time, mm-hmm. me and you are not millennials, and we would have been of the age to watch this movie when it came out. No, I think we fall as millennials. No, we don't. I, I am, I'm the last, like, year or two of of the previous generation and you're like what's the previous generation oh gen x what year does it take over 1995 you have to be like like 85 it ticked over into millennial time nope millennial means that you were like a child during the 2000 changeover so that's gen z man generations are dumb and made up yeah well i mean not (laughs) yeah i mean they're it's applying, so this is a digression, listener. It's, you're probably used to it by now if you're still listening. It's applying a, a, a category to, it's a bin, it's a bin categorization. So you're applying a category to a continuous data set. So they're, they're not, it's not accurate at the edges, at the extremes, but it is accurate in the middle. So like people who are born in like 2000, very much have the like societal goals and like the relationships and they have been exposed to the technology and the culture of millennials me and you we're in the I mean, we're in the middle so we're like half millennial, also half though, according to the pew research center oh god my phone's stopped uh i think it's 81 to 96 are millennials 81 to 96 that doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, just like the rest of generations. I've always heard that millennials are the people who are in the new millennium. Well, 
Email the Pew Research Center. I will. I will email them a strongly worded letter about how their <laughs> statistics are the worst. <laughs> about how my failure... I don't think I've ever even gotten a good grade in a statistics class. <laughs> it's not even that hard. You just put numbers in the computer and out comes statistics. Yeah, but you have to know when to use stuff. You're you're in bad CSS classes, man. You gotta know when to use stuff and when not to use stuff. You gotta know like when to use transformations. You know when to. Pair oh, I thought you're gonna go with you need to know when to hold them and when to fold them. Oh no. Well, I mean, we all <laughs> we all know that Tim McGraw is the best statistician of all time. Okay, that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that is written in stone in the universe. It was, it was... It's just one stone floating through the universe. Yeah, Tim McGraw, greatest equals greatest greatest statistician. (laughs) And and exactly for that reason, he knows when to hold them, and he knows when to fold them. I mean, there's a lot of things Tim McGraw is good at. Right, that's true, I assume. Krav Maga, for example. (laughs) Okay, I won't fact check that, and take it on face value. As you should. Anyway, back to this. Space Jam. Millennium yep. Classic. People love it. It's like it, the movie that defined a generation. A website still Pretty sure. exists. Yep. It, did you know that it, it, it? Yeah, it has a, a platinum-selling record. All right. I believe it has a platinum-selling record purely because the songs from Space Jam have been used in every single school pep rally. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. <laughs> And that is that is the sole reason it has it has reached that level. Mm-hmm. Actually, Jeff should probably give this because he's watched it more recently than I have. Jeff, do you want to? I get have it? watched it four hours ago. That's what you did today. <laughs> yes, that's what I've done today. Uh, uh, do you want to? So, do you want to give us a quick overview of the plot? A uh, quick overview of the plot. There are aliens yes yeah yes that need new attractions for their theme park mount moron or moron mountain okay i want to say (laughs) so they (laughs) so they come to earth like sorry but we are we are seeing your active ability to remember things (laughs) in the past four hours right Um, well, they only say the name of the place like four or five times, and I was sleepy. (laughs) So, they come to Earth, bore into Earth, where Looney Tunes live, which is inside the Earth, apparently. They try to take the Looney Tunes, and they say, no, 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 you can't take us. We have to have a chance to defend ourselves with a basketball game because yeah. all the aliens were like three inches tall yeah it's it's trial by combat it's classic yeah basically uh so the aliens go and steal the basketball talent from five uh basketball men i suppose yeah. i like uh, how they included mugsy bogues in there but they didn't yeah. include larry bird <laughs> i think he was busy golfing with <laughs> Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael which is Jordan, why, not Michael like, Jackson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you're right with Michael Jordan. <laughs> I mean, that uh, would have been the... <laughs> a crazier movie. So much crazier. <laughs> right. Um, so he was not actually playing in a basketball game, which is when the aliens stole okay. their talent. Okay. Okay. Um, which is why Michael Jordan and Larry Bird did not have their talent stolen. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha. They then have a just absolute crazy basketball game, and uh, the Looney Tunes win. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> 14, or that's not, I was about to say 14 years after the... It's been longer than that. It's been 24 <laughs> years. Yeah, it's been a bit. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's... It's, it's tough. I, I, so I guess, okay, so we'll start off with this one. Yep. Stealing talent. I, right. And, and do you think, so, so you mentioned that they're, they're playing basketball while their talent is being stolen, correct? Yes, that's correct. So do you think that the, the apparatus used to steal talent, that person has to be exercising that talent to be, to have it stolen? I think it's more the alien's don't know what basketball is so oh. they went to a basketball game like a professional game and like yep those are people playing the game and then <laughs> and stole just, their talent it just happened to be some of the best basketball players of the 90s right okay okay that makes sense uh huh okay so then how do you think that they are stealing talent do you think it's like um well what had happened is they dissolved into like a goo whoa and then yeah and then well the aliens did and then they crawled up the basketball players into their brains and took it and okay like left so 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 they are stealing purely like the um the the psychological part of skill not like the physical part of skill so like well, it does mess up the players, like, just general hand-eye coordination and everything as well. Okay, okay. Huh. That's that's strange. This is... Mm-hmm. I, 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 I should rewatch this movie. You should send me your copy. Because I... Uh... I will gladly <laughs> lose my copy forever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because I, I do not remember this movie that well. So it's not... It, they're not stealing their musculature, right? No, like they're not like abducting the person and using them, but they are taking the talent and then after like eating the talent, I guess, they do become real big, tall, buff chunksters. Yes. Okay. Monsters. <laughs> Monsters even. Huh. So that's it's so tough because like talent is such an ephemeral right yeah like there's a lot of elements that the aliens are taking and i'm not quite sure how but maybe that's why they lost i mean maybe they they didn't have like all of the elements because you you can never take away like the the pure essence of basketball and that's oh no they did real good though oh well, then, then maybe it's the opposite. It's, uh... Talent. That the Looney Tunes are just bad at basketball? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I think most of them were like three foot tall. Yeah. Jeez. Okay, so... It, it's... it's They are... So the weird thing is, it's not like a, like a copying of like memories or anything like that. Right, they, they are... Physically steal them. Yes. It, uh... Maybe they have to... So I, I, I want to say, like, maybe they're, like, eating and digesting part of the brain. And, like, those are the parts of the brain that have the talent in there. But I feel like that would have other effects. <laughs> yeah, like, other effects like their hand-eye coordination is thrown off. Yeah. So I think you might be pretty close to it. Oh, but I was thinking more, like, other effects like their death. Because they're having oh, their brain Oh, no, I mean, <laughs> like... <laughs> They're uh, clearly very selective with uh, with oh, the parts of the brain that they're taking. They're considerate parasites. Yes. They're like, I'm going to take what you need to survive, but I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Okay, so what if that's what it is? Maybe that's what they do. They don't. They, they have to physically consume that part. Mm-hmm. Or not maybe consume, but like remove. The, right. the, the, that part of the brain so that way they can keep all like the connections and everything together and then mm-hmm. they just kind of like yeah I could see that and and maybe I, assuming that they know nothing about basketball they didn't even know like what a good basketball player looks like so once they right. have it in their brain like oh this is what the this is what the game is this is well what the- but then here's the thing that basketball talent is not stored in the alien's brain, it is stored in a basketball until they make it back to Looney Tones land. And then, like, that's when they eat the talent. So how huh. also is this talent stored in a basketball? In a basketball. That's like some, like, witch spell kind of stuff. Like, where they're like... <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to have, have something that's, like, significant to the... That's weird. Oh yeah, to the to the memory and to the talent. Yeah, yeah. That you store it in or something. Yeah. Maybe they hide it as a basketball because they assume that's the only place they can keep it. Yeah, like they just assume that it's it's something that is innocuous and that no one's gonna steal from them. Mm, because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they've seen they so I I I propose this I propose the monsters sorry the the nerd mm-hmm. lux at this point in time. I propose. Okay. I didn't actually think that the name of this uh, alien species was ever said. It maybe it wasn't, but it is on the Wikipedia summary. So <laughs> I I propose that they have seen American cinema and they know they know the problems that come about, like when you try and steal something, and mm-hmm. then like like say like you have like a briefcase that has like important documents in it, and then you like hit right. someone in the train station, and you end up swapping briefcases, and like one person now has your secret documents, and you have like a bunch of boring business notes, and it like sets off this whole like cascading event. Mm-hmm. They, and then it's a whole different movie from there. Yeah, they knew what movie they were in. They were like, we're in a sports movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> we need something that looks innocuous. And that has the possibility of being stolen, but it's actually it probably a, won't be. A, yeah, and is a piece of high tech <laughs> machinery. I think that's what it is. 
Okay, are we saying it's a piece of high-tech machinery that they've obfuscated to look like a basketball? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get that. Uh, and the machinery is just essentially to keep the neurons alive. Maybe even to, like, blend them together. Like, like it takes, like, the talent of Gnarls Barkley and the talent of Larry Johnson and Muggsy Bogues. And, it, like, it says, what are the common things? Like, what are the things that we really need out of this? Mm-hmm, what is, mm-hmm. like, what are the individual pieces? How do they actually help with the talent? So when they eat it, they're all eating, like, the the entirety of talent of all yeah so they all get like the mean of the consumed talent yeah 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 so you don't have like one person who's surprisingly better than the other ones Mm -hmm. (laughs) but but then how is that parsed out and returned back to the players at the end of the film or is it not parsed out and now they're all just equally as good at basketball huh or were they always just Joints as good as each other at basketball, and so it doesn't matter that they. I don't know. Well, I don't have my basketball cards on hand with all those <laughs> player stats, so I can't tell you that. Who they might be? Who in their right mind collects basketball cards? God. They're not like battle cards or anything. They're not like yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's think. Okay, so how do they give? the how do they give the powers back like like what form does it take when michael jordan is giving the powers back to these uh, players? they put it back in the basketball see the they... bone stars do and then the uh michael jordan the michael jordan <laughs> brings the basketball no, to not the just players. any old michael jordan <laughs> michael jordan from the cincinnati ohio yeah <laughs> I actually have no idea where Michael Jordan's from. Uh, he might be from <laughs> Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, there could be a Michael Jordan in Cincinnati, Ohio right now listening to this. He was if not. there he, is, hello, Michael. He was born in New York City. I just, you know, I had a quick just Googled it real, real quick. Yeah, because well, I had the Wikipedia article for uh, Space Jam pulled up so I could very easily mm. click on Michael Jordan's name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So maybe that's what it is. The basketball is also reversible. So the basketball mm-hmm. can separate the talent as well as create the mean talent. Okay. Yeah, if it's some sort of advanced alien tech, then, yeah. then I could see that. Yeah. It's like it's like when you put dye in corn syrup, and you, like, turn the corn syrup, like, spin the corn syrup, and mm-hmm. then you can spin in the other direction, and the dye will, mm-hmm. like, fall back into place. That's okay. what it's like. But as, like, uh, basketball that holds people's ephemeral talent. <laughs> <laughs> More or less the same thing. Yeah, right? So that's, I, that's, I, I think, I think that's a pretty good idea of what, of what talent is. And I think the, the basketball also sees what, because we haven't really gotten around to why the Monstars are, like, big and, and muscular afterwards. I, I think mm-hmm. the basketball identifies what are the physical characteristics that are most useful Mm-hmm. for basketball and it's like physical height physical size you know aggression you know a lack of morality really helpful in basketball uh, i think that makes sense right yeah i guess i could see that like yeah assuming that the basketball is is tech that is capable of storing that then i can see it also being able to 
like process the information that it's storing yeah 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 and i mean we haven't even discussed it might be that the nerd looks naturally have the ability to uh alter their body so once they understand basketball then they're like oh i have to be mm-hmm. big and strong so they're like well then we can just like do our big strong thing where we just transform where they're like uh oozes. yeah and that is just one of the the alien abilities that they can exactly do. exactly alien abilities okay so i think the next mm-hmm. thing to get around to is uh you mentioned that the cartoon world is just underground yes do we think that that like what is the cartoon world and how do you enter it? Uh, well, they have to like pierce a physical barrier that does have the Warner Bros logo on it, and the characters do know that they are property and like trademarked for like Warner Brothers Studios. Ah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So here we go. We have another... It's a good thing we've released our Sierra episode so recently. Yep, yep. I <laughs> thought that first thing when when uh, they did that. This this does actually exist in the world, and it has... So uh, do we think the Looney Tune world mm-hmm. is a science experiment created by Warner Brothers scientists? Or the Warner Brothers themselves? Do we think the It Warner- would have to be, right? Like that's what they that that's what they have done is that as a cost they they know they knew mm-hmm. that that they were going to that they that they were going to be successful and and as a cost saving measure instead of continuing to hire voice <laughs> Making actors all these expansive expansive expensive you know animations and cartoons they just built an entirely new <laughs> universe with. Different <laughs> physics and everything. Yep. Uh, that they could use to film and stage all of their cartoons. It's just economics. It's really what it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're real long-term thinkers. Yes, yeah, real long-term. The Warner Bros. Yeah. It's it's how you keep, you know, you, know, you, you invest against the future is what you did. Invest against mm-hmm. the future. Because the future is always going to be bright. I mean, you, you can control what the future <laughs> is. You can't control what the now is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Very insightful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think? What, what do you think th- they have done to create this new world? That you can be don't, you don't be specific, but it'd be like just general. <laughs> very <laughs> specific. No, um, I mean it includes a lot because it is not a small place. Um, yeah, I mean it it includes other planets, doesn't it? Like like the Martian it is from a version of Mars from the right. I mean world. it it very well could be included, or the Martian could just be from Mars. From our Mars. From our Mars. Okay. Who is now kept with the rest of the Looney Tunes. Ooh, I have an idea. I like that idea. Oh, sorry, you can finish. I'm no, just... continue. You have an idea. I was going to keep talking until it started making <laughs> until, sense. Until something kind of happened. <laughs> so, so, so the Martian, maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. The Martian is from our, our planet. It's, 
uh, and, and and the Warner Brothers found him and they put him in the Warner Brothers world. And when mm-hmm. you so 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 you think about like if you were to go to a different universe and if you were to consume that universe's food, your mm-hmm. atoms would slowly get replaced with the atoms from that other universe. Okay. Because that's how just cellular yeah, regeneration you, like, digest it and it replaces itself and yeah. your body and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so, sure. So maybe the Warner Brothers created this kind of pocket dimension mm-hmm. or world that has this physics, and then they just like put a duck, a pig, a rabbit <laughs> <laughs> into the world, and it has slowly replaced their their atoms. So in this world, mm-hmm. it's it's. It's a universe where, like, entropy doesn't, like, like thermodynamics doesn't follow the same rule. There's, like, no entropy. So, there's no, uh, uh, you don't ever really die. Uh, chemical reactions. You know, there is, uh, something in the movie to support that idea. Uh, in that, what's his name? The publicist for the baseball team that Stan Jordan, yep that's the one uh got crushed by one of the monsters during the basketball game and flattened to a pancake he was then filled up with air and made back normal yeah so the entire time he was there he was just like you know eating the food drinking the the water and Slowly waiting on more. the bench, trying yeah. to get to play the basketball. Yeah, I, I think I think that makes a lot of sense because if you think about a lot of oh my gosh, I was hoping this episode was going to be like dragged on because I didn't have that much, but we have actually <laughs> just solved a lot of issues. Because like all of cartoon physics, the thing they're really battling against is entropy. They're not. It's not so much enthalpy because mm-hmm. uh, enthalpy doesn't actually have a direction it needs to go in. You know, you can you can be a positive or a negative energy. Uh, so positive negative. So you can either release energy or store energy, and mm-hmm. your uh, the the spontaneity of your action, or the ability to do that action, doesn't actually mm-hmm. respond to that so much. What it responds to is the second law of thermodynamics, which just says that everything that happens in the world has to increase the entropy of the universe. Okay. So if we create a universe that that doesn't have that rule. That just has mm-hmm. the first and third laws of thermodynamics and the zero law of thermodynamics. You would create essentially cartoon physics, like atoms that can separate infinitely, but they're still connected together because they still have electrostatic forces, but they're never going to break apart. Like that's what, what that's cartoon. That's what cartoons are. Yeah, it sounds like you just had an epiphany and solved cartoons and uh, limited a lot of our options for future episodes. uh, Well, I mean, we can do other things with this. I'm saying that this is what the Warner Brothers have done. They created, I'm going to say this, they created a world, a pocket dimension within our own dimension, or a pocket universe Mm -hmm, within our mm -hmm. universe, where the entropy generated by that universe is offset by the entropy generated within our own universe so they still follow the second law of thermodynamics because the entropy of our universe still is increasing but it's just being uh the the it's being bled into into ours from 
the Looney Tune universe. Does that make sense? Sure. I do, though, now, having had listened to you, feel like I need to make a tinfoil hat. Uh, because, dude, but, Looney Tunes are real. Continue. Looney Tunes yeah. are real. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were in the movie, and they were real, and they came into our 3D world. But I don't think... Do, do they still... So they would still have Looney Tune physics because... They did, yes. They still have because matter. Because they didn't... Yep. That was mm-hmm. made in the Looney Tunes world. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. You, you cracked the Space Jam nut. So, listener... Jeff, before this, was criticizing me for my use of coffee and beer as a, as a stimulator <laughs> of productivity and creativity. And I'm telling you, coffee and beer works. It, it is the... And, and here I am with no coffee and no beer. And, and all I've done is spouted facts yeah. uh, from <laughs> Rote that I have remembered from four years ago. Four hours ago, you mean? Nope, four years ago. I'm, <laughs> I have disassociated myself from time. Oh my god! It's it's I happening just... again, Simon. <laughs> just well, you you you're unstuck from time. You're. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we should try and make at least one Kurt Vonnegut reference every single time. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised if I've already snuck a few in it's, accidentally, I, just because that's how I do. We make them, like, I don't know if we make them obviously, but he, I mean, as, like, well, probably one of the fathers of, like, weird science fiction. Yeah. We make a lot of references, or supposed mm-hmm. references to him. <laughs> I, I, I can't even, like, I'm just looking at my list of things, and I'm just like, yeah, no, explain, explain. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's real tough. Uh it's so why? Why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> why did I crack this nut so soon? You should have just like sat on it. I should have until the end of the episode. I was just so excited. <laughs> well, yeah, cuz the the things that I wanted to mention then are also solved by Looney Tunes physics. <laughs> there is an issue. Okay. So, how without entropy, mm-hmm. th- there is a component where why would things not just break apart? You know what I'm saying? So, like, right. like why would... Oh, because obviously the world still has to be kept at equilibrium. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of this, like, there's a lot of, like... <laughs> electrostatic forces i'm trying to think of what is the issue with having no entropy in the cartoon world and in Mm -hmm. it it kind of me seems like everything would become spontaneous at that point Mm -hmm. because you're yeah so so why what is it that restricts the world of the looney tunes this is a that's a crazy question to ask about cartoon physics. But what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what restriction? What's do they holding have? it back? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This is I, this might be our most profound episode, which is insane. <laughs> right. Um. What? I mean, what like, I'm trying to come at it from an angle, like from the cartoon angle. Yeah. But it's it's not. 
you know what? Much to work with. I have never, I don't think anyone's ever typed this into Google, but what <laughs> uh, uh, what world's strains cartoon physics? Because there may be, there has to be something to replace. Okay, so literally Google has just given me a bunch of results that all say missing the word restraint. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Google. I want, I want this word. I want the word restrain. <laughs> and now it's only going to be our website. Uh, yeah, now, yeah, that's there. You go. Uh, you know, hold we on. Did, let me let me take note to to have <laughs> that search term. We've been wondering how to break through to a lot of different people, and it's just include the phrase "what restrains cartoon physics." <laughs> But, like, I was hoping to get, like, a writer or something like that of cartoons being like, oh, well, you can't do this in cartoon physics. That's just ridiculous. And then I could build off of that. But I don't even see right. that in there. Well, maybe it's not so much, like, the physics themselves being restrained so much as it is the, like, imagination trademark properties of the characters and of the world. So you're saying that that the Warner Brothers have placed other laws, other physical laws on this mm-hmm. world, because like, uh, uh, I mean, if they can take them away, they can give them other ones. I have an idea that's a little crazy, and it's it's kind of developed. It's- now we're starting with a little crazy. Okay, <laughs> please, pray tell what is a little crazy in your new idea. So let's let's picture this world, which no one can literally. But like, if you if you can picture uh-huh. a world where entropy doesn't exist, okay, okay, uh, and you would think you can create infinite energy in that world, like you would be able to to create uh, like perfectly efficient Carnot engines and like mm-hmm. uh, perpetual motion machines. However. The question is, why don't the Warner Brothers go into the energy business? And think of the money that they could make if they if they owned this world. Mm-hmm. So I have a solution. When when they removed entropy, they left a they left a hole in in their universe, a hole okay, that they needed okay. to fill. Everything okay. everything that defies entropy in their world has to have comedic value. So they have added a third thermodynamic <laughs> value. There's enthalpy, entropy, and comedy. <laughs> yep. And and that comedy has to outweigh the entropy that is created from it. This is and and the perfect thing about that is is that now comedy is a is a a law of physics in the tune world. You have to be funny in the tune mm-hmm, world, mm-hmm. and if you are funny. You could do whatever you want, as long as it's funny. They have created the perfect universe <laughs> for cartoons. <laughs> I, th- you know, I think that there is not a better explanation for that. This is a Pulitzer Prize-winning podcast episode. This is so amazing. I have never. I, I am like. Seeing dimensions I have never saw before. <laughs> All thanks to coffee and beer. All thanks to coffee and beer. It's the only solution. <laughs> we have just cracked cartoon physics. 
Like, yeah. like we've done it. Congratulations, Doctor Simon. And and the, the the energy source of that comedy. So like one of the ways you can think about about entropy in our world is that it's it's energy that is leaving the uh, leaving the the universe. It's it's energy mm-hmm. of disorder. It's energy that can never be recovered. That's the thing. Is that that's why they have to broadcast the Warner Brothers Looney Tunes because the comedy <laughs> energy that is leaving the has universe to be like has to go has to go out. It has to enter huh. our universe. All right, all right. And that's where they power all of their crazy stunts. Oh, my God. The, <laughs> the only thing that's not explained about this... I don't and, know. Is there anything else not explained by that? Yes. Is there? Brendan Fraser. Go on. All right. That what was that movie me. with Brendan Fraser? I don't know who that is. Not kill... Not It's the guy from The Mummy. Uh, it's not Does who not killed Roger me. Rabbit. It's, and now we get to see Simon Google things for the second time of movies with Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, thing never been searched in the history of Google. Oh no, that's that's oh, that's way he's he's that's a way, normal yeah he's, Thursday night Google search for yeah, Simon. He's way sexy. I I I mean he was way sexy. He's no longer very sexy. Uh. I still have no idea who this person is. You, you gotta look him up. Uh, uh, Brendan Fraser, not the mummy, not the mummy return. He's way sexy, huh? Uh, look at him in, in like his George of the Jungles, the mummy kind of era when he was in every movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's got that hair. He's got he's got great stuff. Okay, I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Now he's like not Monkey Bone. That's not the one I'm looking for. It is. It's Looney Tunes. He was in the Looney Tunes movie. But the, th- the okay. problem with the Looney Tunes movie is that it is almost entirely based in our world. Okay. So the question is how... Oh my god! Did you also solve this one? Yeah, I did. you even asked it? If they don't have... They can, they can recycle their own energy. Because they only have enthalpy. So they make okay. like they're, they're they're perfectly efficient perpetual motion machines. Every single one of the Looney Tunes characters is a perpetual motion machine. So once they enter our world, after being completely made of Looney Tune material, mm-hmm. they can exist in our world forever without consuming any of our material. So they will never be burdened by the laws of our world. <laughs> okay. So the question is. Why hasn't the Warner Brothers created an army of perpetual motion machines? I mean, why would they? Well, they could take over the world. Not everyone needs and wants to take over the world, Simon. It's a lot of responsibility. You have to, like, seed all the the infrastructure upkeep and the logistics of the whole operation. Good, good like, point, good point. They could just be content with making a pocket dimension <laughs> where... Enthalpy doesn't exist. Otherwise, that's true. And there's probably not as great of a transference of the comedy once they enter our world. Mm -hmm, Which is probably mm -hmm. why the Looney Tunes movie wasn't very funny. (laughs) (laughs) That could be it. Oh my gosh, this is... (laughs) This is another can of creativity. If I have... This is all... Yeah, yeah, I should keep that little hiss inside of there. (laughs) 
As if I need to be more creative, Jeff. I don't know. If you take out my perfect pouring noise of sake. I, I did take it out. I, I feel probably... like you have to take out your cracking open another what can if I, of creativity. What if I put it back in in this one? Just to make <laughs> just it. Just throw it in there randomly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to make it so that, like, this episode is just a little bit longer. I mean, also, I, I cannot stop you. You are the one who does the edit. Who the hell was Brendan Fraser in the movie Crash? Have you ever I seen Crash? I also don't know what that movie is. God, Jeff, engage with the culture. <laughs> I try. I try so hard. No, that's that's a lie. That's I don't care about it. Very much a lie. You are an old man. You're older than I am. Well, you're, that's you're, likely, yes. You're an eldritch abomination from That's the, the one. Yep. So, who knows how old you are? You're infinitely old. How how could you possibly be a millennial? That's that's the problem. <laughs> On the next episode. <laughs> the science of how Jeff exists in this world. <laughs> oh my god. So, I don't know, maybe we should go into like how you create pocket dimensions, but I don't I don't feel qualified to answer that. Yeah, I feel like we would have to go to school again for that one. Well, I am currently in school. Well, yeah, you're at, like, the wrong kind of school, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They don't really teach engineers how to create pocket dimensions. (laughs) (laughs) So that'll just go to your heads. Like, there's no coming back after you know that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, it's the, um... Wow, okay, I'm just making weird movie references. You know, like, the scene from Ghost Rider where he burns the guy's soul and his eyes turn to, like, stone? Would you be surprised if I said no? (laughs) Not at all. Have you ever seen the movie Ghost Rider? What? Have you ever seen the movie Ghost Rider? With Nicolas Cage. Yeah, with with Nicky Cage. No, I have not. I I have not seen that. Have you ever read any of the Ghost Rider comics? Because it does no, exist in not. the comics, too. Oh, well, then, never I, mind. I know he is a ghost skull on a motorcycle. So, fire. if you want to see probably the coolest character ever written, Ghost Rider is probably it. It's fantastic. Anyway. Alright. <laughs> this is the end of the We ran out of material, like, halfway through this episode because... <laughs> Because we solved it. (laughs) Because Simon's an idiot and didn't plan ahead. Or Simon's a genius. Which one is it? You decide. On your phone. Let us know. Send us Vote (laughs) now. Hit yes for yes, Simon is an idiot. And vote no for no, Simon is not a genius. It'll be in a push notification soon if you've downloaded this episode. I, I feel like... I feel like that's a little bit biased, but you know, I have I have faith in my odds. I think I'm still going to come out on top, right? Yeah. Anyway, what could possibly go wrong. Um, <laughs> Nothing good. Thanks so, for listening. Yeah, like yeah. everything I had 
was solved by solving cartoon physics. Yeah, um, thing I had was solved by. I mean, I guess I should mention it. Like you know, oh, you defy gravity. You have a really long, stretchy arm. You know, Tasmanian Devil. Well, those has are just the cartoon physics, though. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to mention that's them, it. So that, yeah, <laughs> so like no one at the time is like, oh, well, you didn't mention the fact that Tweety Bird. Uh, has the ability to conjure eldritch abominations, and we're like, dude, cartoon physics. <laughs> cartoon <laughs> physics. <laughs> that's that's my voice for people on the internet, by the way, listener. What? This the it's all uh, okay. Oh, man. I like, see. Yeah, that's my voice for the internet people. I guess Thought I should. You're be saying, saying you're giving people on the internet your voice. Oh, like no. you, just, you can't just take that back, Simon. No, I would never. Now give, it's theirs. I would never. I mean, I have given people on the internet my voice. We we produce a podcast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like 24 hours of our voice on the internet right now. Oh man, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Just well, there's probably more of your voice than mine. Uh almost definitely. That's <laughs> a positive positivity. If you think about it. Everything that we talk about will pretty much exist forever. Right. And I I think I have said some things that I would definitely regret on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's just hope that no uh, employers ever listen to my podcast. <laughs> or any constituents when you run for office one day. Oh, oh, I would never run for elected office. That's that's the fool's way into the government. <laughs> Everybody knows you get a an appointed position. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's the way you do it. Yeah, let someone else make their sell their soul to the to the public. <laughs> is that how it works? Yeah. So, listener, if you I this is we're rambling, but uh if you don't know this about you don't know this about me, Jeff does. <laughs> I I have this tendency to be very libertarian, even though I'm definitely not a libertarian. It, like, it's so good because you'll go off on libertarian tangents and, like, that isn't, like... At all what I believe. Where, where your <laughs> politics are. It's true. We had an entire conversation one time uh, during work party about if it was yeah. a if it was a likelihood to buy or sell gold like what the value of that was oh god yeah that is a literal conversation we had while waiting in line to get like <laughs> bad salad <laughs> and and spoiler alert it, it really isn't it's not worth it to get gold there's better places <laughs> to uh okay is that it? Can we that's, end it? That's it. We, we can Have we it. done Space Jam? Yeah, we did. We did Space Jam. Okay. I, I might throw in like the Space Jam song. Maybe I can figure out how long I can include it. Yeah, that's probably a safe, safe way to do it. Right. I feel like the internet knows the most about copyright law. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to us. Sorry, we uh, we're just too smart for this episode. Yep. Definitely both of us really nailed this one, or, eh, Simon? Or, or, we did such a good job because this is an actuality. Just putting it out there. <laughs> That's why it all makes so much sense. That's why it's it all real. makes so much sense. It's because it re- it's real. <laughs> like us and subscribe to us on, what what is it? 
iTunes. Pod iTunes. The Pod iTunes. Yes. The uh, Pod we're iTunes. On, uh, we're on Stitcher. Twitter. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're on on uh, the internet. On just the internet. Pedantichandwavium.com or pedantichhw.com. Yeah, you guys should send uh, us show suggestions. I still cannot see that. It's show suggestions. Yep. Show suggestions. You can do that through the website. There yep. is a contact us page where you can contact us. Yep. Or you could just like uh, I don't know comment on one of our YouTube videos. I, I I'll see that. I get those those uh, <coughs> I get those emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else? Do we, oh, thanks Joe Sachek for our theme music. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep. We've had that good, theme music good for fellow, a long time. I assume. I never met him. Do we still not have information to like add? He like he drops he off. Not the... have like a SoundCloud or anything. He has vanished. I have no idea what has happened to him. Well, at least we have the only remaining memory. We have yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need a. I need a. I'll, I'll text him again and ask him if he has any information he wants us to include in this. That's probably something from him. I mean, like his name is included in all of our episodes. If you want to look him up, I'm sure there might be something. Yeah, his name is written in the description. Correctly, I should say. What else? What else we got to mention? I think that's it. Yeah, thanks for thanks, really thanks to our listeners. We're actually coming around pretty close to a year of generating this podcast, and yep, and it's uh, it's been I enjoy it. It's been a wild ride. I, I'm not gonna say that because I mean, again, there's only like <laughs> thirty people who listen to us, but it's mm-hmm. been fun. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. All right, thanks for listening. Good night. Goodbye. Good luck. Thank you.